Welcome to the Hex Pod, an Arcane Legal Edges podcast dedicated to review each episode every week. My name's Nick. Hi, Michelle. Now we're coming off the hot rewatch of episode seven named... The Boy Savior. That's right, he is. Which boy? Yeah, exactly. I kind of confused in this episode of who it is. I, I, I think there's echo, some options. I, guess. I think there's some options. Marcus? Maybe. No, fuck Chase? it, no. He's a twat bag. <laughs> he ain't saving nothing. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to get into this. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this today. You were. <laughs> yes, I do think about this show outside of this podcast. <laughs> That's why we decided to do it. You know, I shit on Jinx a lot. I know this. I'm like, she's crazy. She's wild. But, you know, I'm not shitting on the character that's written. I'm shitting on her actions that she chooses to do. The reason I shit on her is because I like the show. I love the show. I, I should say I love the show. I don't think I've seen, in my opinion, I haven't seen a show this good since we watched The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you, what's the last? I think this is on the pantheon of great. It's up there. It's top. It's, top. Yeah, it's up there. It's up like, I would say, first four seasons, Game of Thrones is up there. You could argue five and six. That would be my vote. <laughs> but that's, that's neither here nor there. The leftovers. Uh, what else is good shit? I like Mr. Robot. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is up there. So me shitting on Jinx all the time is not. It's a testament, I think, of how well her character is written. Like Alex and Christian, like they did a phenomenal. Like all these characters are fucking phenomenal. And I'm just shitting on the actions she takes. And the reason people show sympathy for her is not. Not something I would do, but yeah, whatever. Who cares? Well, I'm just saying. To, what's she's, that? She has mental illnesses. Yeah, right. <laughs> and people manipulating her basically the whole way. Too. Yeah, which which I guess in this episode shows Silco is manipulated. Because Jinx actually started to kind of come around to, she was in these previous episodes. I mean, oh, I guess we should also talk about is um where, where we finished up act two. Um, and I think this episode, it does get into, it shows that Silco is manipulating her. Because yeah. she was starting, like in Act 2, she was kind of coming around to the idea that Silco is kind of full of shit. And I'm really questioning my loyalties here because she was going around wanting to find Vi. She looked flare at the end of Act 2 and she was ready to kind of come around. And was, So what do you think of Act 2 compared to Act 1? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, I, it's kind of hard to compare, I guess, for me because it's, it's like a buildup. Mm. So... I mean, I definitely I guess I liked Act Two better because we know what happened in Act One and we had that uh, background, right? So we kind of saw them. I don't say evolve because they're not really evolved yet, but evolved to where they are in the present time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I I I would probably say I like Act One better. The see the season finale is freaking awesome. As I say, there's a lot more. I think a lot more action. Yeah. Yeah, there was. And this, and I know this act three is is not shy of the action. No. I mean, this this episode is, this this one was one of my favorites. What's that? Just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this episode is, well, let's just get into our thoughts of this episode. I thought it was, I think it's fucking phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a lot. The imagery was very good. Yeah. 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 Fight scenes were very good. Top tits right there. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's fire right into it. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to say about 
Act two, act one, this episode? No, let's get into it. Okay. So we open out, I mean, I was trying to think of, okay, so it opens out with kind of the imagery of Echo's, uh, the Firelight Clan. Is that what that is? That's what that is, right? Yeah. But I, 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 I don't even know what it's, the story. It looked cool, but I, was, I don't know what the point of it was. To me, I wrote down, I wrote it as like a music video. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what I was fire, thinking too. For the firelights. And then what it really, what it reminded me of and made me think of was, um, I can't say it right. I was trying to figure out how to say it, but um, the people who produce this, Fort Forche, Forche, yeah. Productions, like if you go to their website, they don't have like a long list. They're like a French company. They don't have a long list of like stuff that they worked on, mm-hmm. but um, like a lot of K-pop stuff. Um, and then Arcane is, I think, their biggest thing. But then also they did um, some gorilla videos and it reminded oh, me yeah. of their music videos. Did, did they do some of their old stuff? Um, I think they only did like a couple of their videos, but... What was the, what was their big song back in like the two thousands or something? What was that big one? Don't make me sing it. <laughs> I can't think of it. I can't name the name of it. But but that video was a cartoon, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is that who did, did they do that one? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I have to look that up. But if they did, that would make sense because it does kind of look like an maybe a earlier version of what this would be. Right. But so it, I mean, in a way, it was it was very cool looking, but it, I did think it was kind of a weird way to open up episode yeah i don't know what they what what they were trying to tell there but it was uh it was pretty neat but um anyways so caitlin and vi are tied up uh they're they're fighting about the motivations of like about jinx and about the stone they don't know what each other are what they're going after the firelights do end up taking by one of the guards do and echo does reveal himself as an older echo and he shows by the gem and they start to question um he starts to question Vi about Jinx. Then he lets Vi go, and they give each other embrace a hug as old friends. Yes. yes. He doesn't trust her at first. Um, well, he doesn't. Seems like he doesn't really trust anybody except for people he lets into his group. Um, and again, I, I don't want to say she she gains his trust, but I think like um, there's this part where she runs up and hugs him, and he mm-hmm. says like, "How long have you had your handcuffs off?" And she said, "How long you been whining." So she obviously had the opportunity to do what she wanted, do what she wanted yeah. to him. And she didn't. So I think that kind of, yeah, it says, the st- it says, it says the scene. And I think, um, this is a, a great, great way to reveal echo. And and I told you, we talked about when we first watched this show that echo in the game, he's my favorite guy to play. He's fucking awesome to play in the game. And in this show, I, he's hands down my favorite character in the show. He's, I think he's just, Everything about him, his character's cool, his moves are cool, his fighting, the way he fights is really neat, and um, yeah, it's a great way to kind of sh- bring him back, because last time we saw him, he was a little kid. Right. You know? Um, you know, and of course, he doesn't trust Vi quite yet, I mean, Vi's been MIA for seven years, <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> and, you know, as later as the episode progresses, it shows kind of why he's, you know, he, it's, there's, he ha- <laughs> Like as all the people from Zon, they have good reason not to trust people. Right. You know, people like the sh- like he was, talks about later. The, the the shimmer was flooded with the streets. He doesn't know who to trust. He's p- protecting his community. I mean, we haven't got there yet, but we will be getting there. But um, you know, and uh, Jinx is fucking a wild card out there. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do, and uh, yeah. Well, he kind of asked. Um, 
I guess I guess we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but like when the part bit. where he doesn't trust her, he's you know asking she work with Silco. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he seems Echo seems like they've been wandering around, looking around, and like um, kind of been keeping an eye on Silco and his group. Sure. So I think he would know that if she was with him, because he definitely knows he knew right away that um, had no question that Powder was Jinx. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so right, he right, right. he saw the evolution of that. Well, in like what was in um uh. Episode four, when they jumped the uh, the shipment containers, mm-hmm. like and Silco's been complaining the whole time, like these firelight guys have been a problem for us, right? And so Echo is, I mean, he, he knows what's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's involved in everything, and you know, he, he's protecting his protecting his community. Yeah, because so. I mean, it seems like um, um, definitely like Echo knows that Silco is a problem, so it's kind of yeah. like Echo is Silco's. I don't want to say number one enemy, but <laughs> maybe I mean, kind of, I guess kind of in a way, yeah. sort of. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Is that about it? Um, I mean, it also like another thing is it does when, when, um, Vi and Caitlin are tied up at the very beginning, they're, they're, they're kind of second, second guessing each other about, you know, I didn't know about jinx. I didn't know about the stones because Caitlin was like, I can't believe it's her sister. You know, that's not going to break the trust, but, there's still there's still a lot to learn about each other and they need to get to know each other a little bit better because they're holding back a little bit. You know, yeah, my sister's fucking crazy. You need to meet her. <laughs> so all right, let's just move on to the next scene. Uh Victor and Singe are in uh their Singe's lab. Um Singed shows Victor a variant of Shimmer. Um and Singed informs Victor that he knows he's kind of doomed. Uh, let's Victor let's Victor know he will be um, looked down upon if he does take the shimmer, and since also lets Victor know that he used to work for Heimer. Yeah, which I think they actually they let us know that. I don't know. Victor may already know that he worked with Heimendinger, but um, he makes something about um, uh, a comment about um, as he say losing love and trust or love and loyalty to get progression or something. But yeah. Basically, he was choosing his his mission over friendships and sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, Singe saying that about this is exposition about Heimer, but um, you know, I think Singed is an outcast. Now, I mean, look at the guy; he looks fucking crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, he's got that wicked mask. I mean, he looks pretty close to how he looks like in the game. The game, he's a little bit wilder looking. He has like this big gas tank on his back or something, but um. He's an evil scientist, right? I don't know. He doesn't look that evil to me, but... What? I mean, he looks evil, but I mean, he doesn't seem that you, you evil. You want to be buddy-buddy with that guy? I <laughs> <laughs> go, hang on, let's go have a beer, man. He makes generic shimmer, so why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's... I want to see... All right. <laughs> All right, but, um, you know, since does show Victor, you know, lets him know about the variant of shimmer that he has, and... I. I mean, this has to, uh, oh, with that, that Rio mutant thing he had. Yeah. And this is kind of like, I guess he knows it's going to, this is going to do something to Victor. Like, it's basically, it's going to fix you, but it's going to do something to you. That's, people aren't going to be, what's, gonna get, what's Victor going to get? Like, the purple, purple veins, like everyone well, else? Well, that's what I was kind of confused. Like, they just called it like the, like, um, like Victor S is a shimmer. And he's like, no, it's kind of a variant. So I didn't know if that meant that it was like less addicting, less right. is strong. I mean, obviously, 
Victor felt comfortable taking it. I mean, taking I think it he with trust, him. He, he trusts him. So yeah, is that what it is? Because that's what like. Well, I mean, um, he's Victor's mentor, right? Kind of, right? Yeah. Still, so yeah, I mean, we don't really know. They don't explain. I don't even know if they ever explain it. Maybe they do, but um, we're just supposed to believe it. it's one of those things where just the main <laughs> character believes that we. So believe. we believe. All right, <laughs> sounds good to me. Right. All right, so um, then we get to the next scene of Jace building. A, he's working out, building his hammer in his um, his uh, iron forging metal workshop thing. Mel comes in, informs about there is border issues happening at the bridge. Talks about the uh, Jace talks about the bomb and the shimmer. Jace regret, is starting to regret about the decision they made with Heimer. Mel informs Jace that her family did exile her and. And that they need to get on a max production of hex of uh, the hex gems. Jay still lets Mel know that he still wants to figure out a way to help Victor. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we see that uh, Jay still doesn't get his hand. I mean, he doesn't know how to work with his hands. I mean, as far as uh, building the hammer, I mean, he can do that himself, all by himself. Right. So, um, but you know, this is still just Mel talking in Jace's ear. Right. I said there's like a. Almost tease, kiss. Yeah. And uh, try not to lose your nuts line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, Is that like a Jessica Rabbit joke? Or yeah, something? yeah. 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 Sure. The um, I mean, Jace is conflicted about this whole Heimer thing. Still, I mean, he was his boss. He was. Heimer did give Jace the green light about working on the. The hex tech, but, uh, you know. And then I think a lot of this this scene, and there's other scenes throughout this episode, too, where we kind of get a hint that Jace doesn't really know what he's doing. Like, he has good intentions. He knows he has power. He's trying to make the right decisions. But then he's kind of, like, always second-guessing himself, too. Which, I mean, is understandable. You're, like, he's been thrown into this power power position and um expect and which is kind of weird i mean mm. i guess i know he's the the creator of Hextech, but like they're they're putting all these decisions on for him and he's like the newest member of the team right you know yeah like mel's making it sound like it's all up to him but she's like been there since what since when he was like 22 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so, right and so she's making it sound like he's the he's the last say in all this and it's and I don't know. I don't know if Jace is really on that level. Like, or like he thinks he is, but he doesn't really realize these decisions he's making and what the consequences they are. Well, the thing is, is Jace has the power with the hex. Right. He's the one that decides when it stops and goes. So people kind of have to listen to him. You know, he's the one guy with the nuclear bomb. Like, but he's yeah, but he's never made the threat that like if you don't let me, if you don't let me make these decisions. I'll take that away. Like he's never said anything like that. So yes, he did. He suspended the hex production uh, for the trade. Remember? And that's why everyone was mad at him earlier. So really they're just trying to butter him up basically, I guess, I guess. Well, yeah. Everyone's trying to manipulate him, especially Mel trying to, she's trying to get what she wants. So maybe he's just realizing that these decisions he's making are not necessarily his own decisions from his own instincts. They're, other people's instincts. Well, kind of. I mean, he's like, I think it's, it's a, uh, 
it's a problem that all new leaders are going to have that when you're thrown into these types of situations. Okay, we watched that movie The King on Netflix, mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet. This is exactly what that whole movie is. This is him having make this. He's thrown into being a king. He has eighty people telling him different things on what to do, and he has to make the best decision he can from all the different mouths in his ear talking to him. And that's I I just I, that's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at Jay's trying to make these decisions. You know, he sees he sees the shimmer problem creeping into Piltover. He sees these bombs being made from jinx. He sees his best friend dying of a disease. He has his woman tell him to do all sorts of crazy shit. He has these corrupt politicians wanting the stuff to do their to get rich off of him. And it's that is a lot of decisions this one guy has to make. And I don't know. I see I I feel for him. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I guess I can re- relate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have to make decisions with our kids all the time. Like, yeah. and then that's these are four little twerps we got to mess with. He's got a, he's got tens of hundreds of thousands of people he's got to think about, and he's got you know, in 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 the end, again, every decision in private, he tells Mel, "I just want to help people." Right. I just want to help people, and you know, my hat's off to him. <laughs> so. Anyhow, all right, so um, uh, let's see. Where are we? Um, Savika is oh. in Silco's office. Yep, uh, Silvika is talking to, about the bridge uh, about the bridge problems. Um, the search, the enforcers are cracking down a little bit harder on them. Um, Silco informs her it's the point of it is to stop Vi, Vi and Caitlin from returning. Um, other gangs are starting to request a meeting with Silco and... Silco wants to find Jinx. Silco, uh, uh, Savika, mm-hmm. I wrote, gives um, Silco some father-daughter advice. <laughs> he wants to go find her, and she says, I never got along with my old man either, but I do know she'll come to you when she's ready. Yeah, right. I mean, Silco is her dad, basically. I mean, I guess post-Vander, she's had two dads. Stepdad, I guess. I don't know. But This is where it's kind of confusing, like, I don't know. I'm still I'm still on the I'm actually actually still to this day on the fence about like if Silco is does care for Jinx or is he I think so. Malibative, you know, I think so. I mean, yeah, comes into play. It comes into play. Even Maybe more, both. Maybe both. Well, he is. I mean, you can still love your kids, but you can still you can still fucking try to manipulate them to do what you want. <laughs> 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 You know, like, uh, go mow my lawn. You'll, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what the analogy would be. But, I don't uh, know either because I don't think there is one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like the one line about the, the, the uh, Silvika talks about the bridge problems, you know, like the, the, the enforcers. Uh, it's, it's causing problems with the trade. Like, um, Silco talked about this in previous episodes. The economic status between the two, Piltover and Zahn, is starting to, is was already a problem with the Hexgate. Now with the bridge being closed, it's becoming even more of a problem. Right. More conflict. It's just building. And I, I, I love this because it, it they don't dwell on it, but they mention it in just a line. So it's like when things happen, 
Like, oh yeah, they did talk about that. And it's not just surprising. It's not coming out of nowhere. And it kind of just pushes motivations of these characters even further. Right. Because I mean, I doubt, I mean, I assume most of their money is coming from Piltover because yeah. not too many people look like um, Zahn have too much Well, right. Money. If they're um, if they're going up there to do those uh, shady shimmer deals on the docks, they can't yeah. do that right now. Right. If that was like one of the, from the way they've talked about before, that's one of their main ways, the main incomes coming in so eh. damn enforcers so uh jinx comes in in her little uh lair she has visions about vi and she is questioning vi's intent with caitlin yeah and uh, so so really it seems like jinx is just more upset that there is another woman in play here sure yeah <laughs> Somebody well, else getting her sister's attention, even though she just found out she's still alive. So. Yeah, maybe it's it's like the, I think it's kind of like the thing that like uh, Vi is showing quote unquote love to somebody else other than right. her, and you know. She, and I guess Jinx is still confused too on like why she's been gone this long and hasn't come back for her. Yeah, maybe she thinks it's this other other woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, does Jinx? Yeah, she well did. Does she know that she was in Stillwater? I don't. I forgot. Oh yeah, she does tell her. Well, she tells her that. Yeah. Like when they're on, when she's had, has a flare and she comes up, I believe she tells. Did she her tell her that something? Yeah, that she was locked up and she couldn't get to her. But. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, but I mean, regardless, People in show have trust issues. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So um. Also, one thing I do like about this episode, it doesn't jump around nearly as much as the other episodes. Like some of these, these scenes, like this next one, they actually it, it stayed on it for a while. I was very happy about that. I was switching every 30 seconds. But anyhow, okay. In the Jinx scene, though, mm-hmm. um, there's kind of, it's not, I don't want to say iconic uh, vision, but like it shows, um, shows a little firelight. Oh, she firefly. And she finger guns. Finger, oh, man, double, that. double um, index and middle finger. Finger guns. So like Jokerish. Like, <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was so Jokerish. That's I what like, I thought come too. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But whatever. I, yeah. Okay. All for fun. Yeah. All for, yeah. All for fun. <laughs> she already shot a crow the last episode, last few episodes ago. And she shoot those little Damn bugs. Birds. Well, I get. Well, that was fly. that thing up there? Was that one of her creations, or was that? Did she get the idea? Oh, is that how she got the idea to make all those bombs? Was from Maybe? that thing she just saw. Yeah, there that's we go. I, that's the impression I got. Okay. All right. So Echo is walking by around his community. It's a large like treehouse. Echo with a real tree. With a real tree. Echo built has been building this community. Um, he lets uh Vine know that the Silco flooded the streets and the lanes with shimmer, and that was a big problem. Um also talks about powder is gone and now it's only jinx. And Vi lets Echo know that she still wants to help Jinx. Echo shows Vi a Oh, a Merle up. Muriel. A Merle. Fucking Walking Dead Merle. <laughs> All right. Uh, Muriel, Muriel of everyone that they lost and lets them know that most of those people up there is because of Silco. And they do make the comment about the tree being like the last living thing. I mean, I don't think that it's a, the last living thing in Zon, but there's not much greenery right so it's kind of like um it's almost kind of like a 
uh, metaphor for um, Echo trying to keep the old Zahn because they do talk a lot about um, with um, with uh, Vander. Oh yeah, 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 right, right. Mm-hmm. How things have changed, so he's trying to preserve that. Yeah, this. Uh, I mean, I I really like this scene. It shows you know Echo that he is, you know, you kind of give you kind of have the impressions from the last. Uh, act that these firelights are kind of troublemakers and this just shows no these are real people these are just people trying to get by poor people that are just trying to get by and echo's kind of leading the charge on that uh he's like robin hood yeah 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 exactly <laughs> that is what he's like and um and you know he talks about you know silco flooding the streets with shimmer which I mean, we kind of already knew that but he just says it i guess this time but you know the merle merle <laughs> can't say it anymore yeah you know that picture of all the all the tells <laughs> called the all picture the all the dead people <laughs> you know it's pretty <laughs> oh my god all right you know i thought it was pretty moving showing all those dead people it was um you know it kind of gives you an idea of all the death and destruction that the uh you know silco's caused down there there was something else that i wanted to talk what was it um what else do you got about this scene? Um, that's basically um, they they said so they talk about um, kind of Vive coming um, needs to save Powder and mm-hmm. and Echo goes on this not Powder it's Jinx now and she chooses like she's made this choice to work with Silco like she's not a prisoner she's she's there by choice. Oh yeah! Right! 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 Yeah, just kind of sprinkling more information to um to uh buy about Jinx. Yeah, sure. So, okay, now we're going to move over to the bridge. Um the enforcers are blocking the bridge. Um then this is when we start to see the crowd is starting to riot. They want through. They want to be able to walk back and forth freely like they have been before. Mark Marcus is overlooking this operation. Jason and Victor are on the bridge discussing the uh, blockade. Jason's angry with Victor because he went to Zon and came back. And Jace talks about Zon's citizens are dangerous, and Victor lets him know I used to be a citizen of Zon. So this is um kind of a little riff there. You know, Jace views the lower class people of Zon as I mean, the people of Zon as lower class. Yeah. Well he views them as like almost all criminals. Right. You know, it's it's a great way to you know I've said this before in real life, how Certain people look down on certain people in society. You know, they, you know, I'll give an example that I think, um, really, I think that that this, this part really spoke to me the one that I've seen from people. Obviously, you know, my job, I drive a semi every day. I have to go to, I have to go to a lot of farms. This one particular, uh, dealership I go, I drive to, I deliver parts to, there was one of the guys at the counter I have a tattoo on my arm of uh, a, the city skyline of Chicago. He he's the guy the, the guy at the front desk saw it. He's like, "Oh, what's your tattoo?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Chicago." He's like, "Ooh, Chicago." He's like, "You you like Chicago or something?" I'm like, I don't know. I think the picture looked cool. That's why I got the tattoo. And he goes, "Yeah, we don't we." He's like, "I don't like the kid. I don't like the people from Chicago." <laughs> All right. So that like like that. I was like, "What the fuck, man? What are you talking about?" Then um. But like that's like the way he looks at those people from Chicago. He looks them as criminals, 
It's just a crime-infested city that's up to no good. They're un... You can't save those people. That's the way he... he this particular guy I was talking to, this is the way he viewed them. I think that's what they're getting out with Jace. Mm-hmm. He views all these people, doesn't matter, because he, he doesn't know them. He doesn't talk to them. He's probably never interacted with them. And he just sees them as second-class citizens, right. criminals, druggies. Because of... He judges the bunch because of um, actions of few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Victor, which is crazy because Victor, yeah, and Victor tells him, he's like, I'm fucking from Zon, man. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, we're, there's regular people down here. Um, you know, there's more problems now than there was before. The drug problem's really bad with the shimmer, but I mean, there's still Echo's community. Perfect example. Right. <laughs> you know, like. I was just going to say. Too though, I was gonna say what they've shown us in the show isn't a lot of <laughs> good people either. No, though. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm not gonna say I agree. I'm sure there's plenty of decent people who just like live there and stay there, or they can't make the jump to Pills Over because they don't have the yeah, don't right you. look or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> most of these people are shits down there that we've seen that they've shown us. So it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, mean, I guess like I mean, I guess you have to think like, what, what about that that the the butcher guy, the fish dude? I'm sure he's all right. Maybe <laughs> let's hope. I guess I don't know. Seems like he's just working, trying to get by like right. everybody else. So serving some fish, serving his fellow countrymen. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah. Then the, I guess at the very end of that, the crowd even starts. I think like a bomb was thrown or something. Yeah. So it's getting pretty, pretty, pretty wild at that bridge. Okay, so we move over to a meeting of all the gang members. Uh, Finn, the lead gang members. The lead, them. yep, the head gang members. Finn is questioning Silco's leadership. Um, and Silco walks in, lets him know that the trade is being disrupted. Finn wants to cut a deal with Piltover. Silco lets him know that Jinx was going to handle these issues. Silvika lets out a poison gas. Silco gives gives out gas masks to everyone but Finn. Talks about giving life to Vaughn. And finally lets Finn have a gas mask after choking. Yeah. Almost choking to death. Um he's kind of, it's it's funny in this scene I pro, I wrote the Underworld Council. Yeah. <laughs> That's what right. it kind of looked like a little bit. But I guess these are big uh, they're doing their illegal trades. Yep. And obviously if the br- bridge is closed, that's very hard because they're not letting anyone over. But um, Silco kind of goes into this um, kind of, I call it like a power trip, basically saying that, remember, when you guys had nothing, you weren't able to trade anything, you weren't able to do anything. So now that you're all spoiled, you just want to, you know, make deals with, I don't know, I guess the enemy. I don't want to say the enemy, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These, you know, the other team. Um, when really you just need to sit tight, we'll figure it out. Let me handle it, right. <laughs> Let me handle it, yeah. With Jinx, yeah. And I don't even think the bridge has been, in their time, been closed that long. Well, yeah. I don't know what the time's gone by, but I would, I would a few weeks, I guess. I don't know. I don't even think that. I was thinking like a couple of days. <laughs> no, I'll help real quick. Right. I mean, it, okay. So, I mean, I've already kind of already talked about this, but with, with the hex gate already opening up, and really, the only main source of income for those guys is trading that shimmer, and they can't do that with the bridge being closed. It's caught. It is caught. It seems to be causing a lot of problems with all the gang members. Um, you know, if this place is already poor, this is going to add 
add to the mix. But also, what I also thought about, I remember the first time we watched this, what I was thinking about, Silco not killing Finn. Did you have any thoughts about that or not? Like him basically torturing him, then giving him the mask and just not killing him? Um, well, I think that kind of goes in with this power trip. Like, um, I have the I have the power to whether you live or you survive or you die. So, yeah, this is like was it? Sit down and shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, was it with Darth Vader was choking that guy in a New Hope and that and that they're like, let him go. And they're, All right, but yeah, yeah. Well, what I th- what I was thinking about was when Silco was doing this was that like when he lets him live, it's like Silco's not. He's not fucking. He's kind of. He's not like crazy, crazy. He's smart enough to know that like, I I can't kill these guys, but I can show. I can I can right. show him that I have. Like you said, like he has the power, um, and that's why I think he didn't. Because like, oh, I'm like, hmm, why didn't he just let that guy choke to death and really flex? But then, who knows what uh ramifications he might have with the other people. people in that room? Yeah. Yeah, um, man, I wish I would have wrote more about what what Silka was talking about because he was telling them. I mean, if you have to think about, I'm I'm assuming before Vander died, these guys were around. And in in, okay, well, okay, so is this one of those things? Is the um, you know, maybe this is. <laughs> I'm having my think 16. it out, think it out, talk it out. Okay, so. Silco is always preaching about Piltover having more money than that, mm-hmm. right? Pre-Vander dying, did everybody in Zon, I mean, they're all poor, but was were they all like equally poor? Well, no, because like I remember there's a scene, there's still like traitors. Um, remember when we saw with the with the old friend? Sure, okay. The so my- addict and... So my point is, what Silco is doing with the shimmer thing, the, sh- the, the shimmer trades, and with these gang leaders, he's making all these gang leaders himself rich. But he's making he's basically a hypocrite because he's they're becoming rich as the citizens are becoming poor and drug dependent. Right, they're still in um, social ladder. Yeah, so the economic gap ends on by itself is expanding, and he's talking about he's preaching about Piltover and Zon's economic gap expanding i mean he's fucking doing it to his own people right right well and i was just gonna say what i was thinking when you said that like what before the hex gates i mean um like i said even like benzo's shop yeah it was stuff from Piltsover that they were selling what was it you know like you know because that's what how they found out where jace lives he was in benzo's oh right right, right, right. um, oh he was looking for Oh, I don't know if that stuff, I'm assuming that stuff came from Piltover, but he was looking for certain um, materials mm. that he couldn't get. So, but I think like that's what they did a lot was like pawn trading and I don't want to say like junking, but kind of like yeah materials. And now Shimmer, it's just dominated pure everything. Pleasure drug. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pure cartel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, okay. Then we move over to Elora and Mel talking. Now, that, when this opens up, we see the hex gate. Did it open back up? Is that what we're seeing? Yeah, just kind. I think it was just like going in and out. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, why did I? Okay. All right. Again, trying to read my writing. 
Okay, Elora informs Mel that Piltover does look vulnerable and gives Mel a letter. So I guess this is Elora pushing on what Mel already believes. So it's kind of like Elora telling Mel what she thinks and Mel is like just transferring it over to Jace. Is that what? I was kind of confused in this scene too. I didn't really like catch to what she was saying about. I, I caught what she said that I just don't think Jace is ready yet. Is that what she was saying? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Maybe he's not. I mean, who's really ready? <laughs> who's ever really ready? Like, uh, like she wanted him to make a decision, but she doesn't think he's ready for that decision yet. But she's letting him make all these other mis- decisions. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, well, let's just move on to the next okay. part. We, should, we, we see her, she does give Mel some letter. A letter and it does have an emblem on it that... Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming Mel recognizes because she stares at it a little while. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, now uh, the firelights do unmask Caitlin and Echo and Violet. Caitlin know that she can go back to Piltover, topside. Yeah, she's not in danger. They're gonna let her go. Yeah, Caitlin was a little upset, thinking um, Vi was in trouble, and um, you know, I think. Uh, this kind of lets, I think this is like, this plays as like a Vi and Caitlin relationship building as far as, um, you know, it shows that Caitlin does, uh, she, she was willing to sacrifice herself to let Vi out. Yeah. So, I mean, when you start to get the feels between these two, you know, it's a little a bit bond. more, a little more to uh-huh. the, to the ice cream, <laughs> to the <laughs> to cupcake. The cupcake. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Right. Sprinkles of the cupcake. Yeah. All right. Uh, now this is where we're back with um, Jinx and Silco. Uh, Jinx tells Silco that she knows Vi is not dead. Silco tells Jinx that Vi and Caitlin want to get the gem, the gem Hexstone. Um, he lets he tells her that he is her family, and Silco wants to. Silco needs Jinx to complete the weapon. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's what I got from the scene. Jinx is poking him all over the face, trying to I oh, say, punish right. him, but upset with him let her know that she's upset with him that he didn't say that but he made it sound like um he didn't tell her because he's trying to protect her he doesn't think that they have good intentions yeah but he does he silco does that's what he's trying to relate to her and he just needs her to finish the weapon so so he can prove it yeah exactly (laughs) yeah i mean he's doing what i mean instead is he doing yeah he's fucking doing what mel's doing to jace except he's just doing the fatherly way yeah I mean, I almost like the scene switching. Like, I almost think they kind of correlate too. like that. Basically, there's two sides here. Mm-hmm. But even though they're each struggling, they, well, they're both struggling with the same issue, I guess, technically. Um, but there's the same situations going. But just like I said, uh, different societies dealing with the same thing in their yeah. own way. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. It's... um. I mean, they both, they both think they need weapons and both these people can, are the ones to make it. Jace, make it for Piltover. Jinx, make it for Zahn. You know, and he's, she's kind of having like a mental break and question is, you know, questioning her like you knew, you calling her a liar, saying you knew V was, Vi, v, Vi wasn't dead. And, um, and he just tells her what she, he's telling her exactly what she needs. She wants to hear. Like she has a family. I lo- basically, I love you like a father. It's like you said, 
Now make me a weapon. <laughs> so, <laughs> do what I want. yeah, now do what I want. So, you know, and Jinx uh, is buying into it, kind of. I mean, she gives him the shot and runs away. So I guess she's buying into <laughs> it. I don't know. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. Now, Caitlin and Vi and Echo are walking through the treehouse. Um, Caitlin is seeing the tree for the first time. Echo doesn't. Echo lets her know that he doesn't trust Piltover or Enforcers. Tells Caitlin that Silco pays the Enforcers to hunt them. Then Echo shows Caitlin the gem. Caitlin tells that tells them about the power of the gem. Then tells Echo that she does sympathize with Zahn and their issues and the citizens down in the treehouse, and they want to get the gem to the council members. Yeah. Um, basically, what I have is that Caitlin's kind of seeing a functional community yes. in Zahn, and so that's surprising to her because I guess and I don't say the same way with Jace sees them. You know, Caitlin does too. So I don't know if that's just something that they're raised with to know, like, don't go down there. <laughs> you know, don't well, go down that way. <laughs> yeah, it's well, I mean, she she's never been down there before. It's on. It, we just spent the last three episodes, her and Vi walking around the right. drug infested streets and she pops into this place. And I it, like even Vi was surprised when she saw it. She was like, whoa, Echo, what have you been up to? Yeah. You know? And then when she sees the hex stone, um, she basically tells them to give it to her because this this is this is why the bridge is closed. This is why this is all happening. Mm-hmm. Give it back. We'll return it, and this will all end. Um, Echo wants to use it to make a weapon to fight Silco, right? I believe doesn't he? Yeah, he wants to fight Silco. Use something to fight Silco because mm-hmm. you know he thinks that he's the cause of all this, mm-hmm. which I don't know. But uh, um, yes, you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, there's there's other stuff going on too. But I guess well, her, him, and Jinx. So I guess, but he's he's the puppeteer for Jinx. So I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Caitlin kind of goes on her her hero rant. Um, more violence won't solve violence, and yeah, like it's, I've said this before, but she's very idealistic. Um, slightly naive, just doesn't have a lot of experience, you know, it's like this is shit you read in a book, but like actual on the field experience she doesn't have. Right. And it kind of shows, but I mean, it's, I, you know, sometimes you need this. Sometimes you need the person who doesn't really, who's just kind of not gung ho, but I don't know. I, I guess I don't know what the right adjective is, but uh, yeah, I mean, she, you know, she she sympathizes with Echo, which is good. I mean, and, and Echo is taking one hell of a leap by going to Piltover with them. Right. And I, <laughs> I think, like, wow. But, yeah, exactly. But I think he wants to go because it's not just because he wants to give the stone because he says that he, he, they're not going without him. But I think he wants to deliver a message. Like, not like a deliver a message, a bad message, but like he wants to say something about like with his side of, you know, Zon. But I also, and like you saying, Caitlin been being naive that she just thinks giving this hex stone over to them will solve it. But I, but she doesn't know what's really going on over there and that there's, a, I don't think it will solve that problem. No. <laughs> well, yeah, she does it, you know, because um, echo does tell her about uh, uh, Silco is, yeah, he pays the enforcers to hunt them down, to hunt echo down. Right. And uh, you know, for Caitlin, it's hard. She doesn't understand that. She doesn't probably really fully believe that. Because she thinks all the enforcers are good. Exactly. You know. Yeah. 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 Naive young girl. But, you know, who can blame her? Can't really. So, 
All right, so uh, let's see here. Victor, Mel, and Jace look over Jinx's bomb. They can. Um, they talk about they, that, that somebody down there could make a weapon. And Mel informs them that she needs. They need to start building weapons. Victor very much objects to that idea, and says that they're just scientists, not soldiers. And Jace starts contemplating on what to do. So they get the. Um, I think there was something more. No. Okay. Uh, let me see. Where do we want to go with this? Uh, I mean, Victor being strongly objecting the building the weapons. Well, I think if you're somebody who's kind of close to the end of your life, killing mm -hmm. other people isn't <laughs> idea fun. really seem poetic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, well, Victor... Yeah, maybe that could that could be it. I just don't, you know, he's probably pacifist, kind of just not real on board with killing people. And he's also, I mean, um, like I said, in this scene, I kind of, what I took from is he's not just inspecting her bomb, he's kind of admiring it, like sure. impressed. And so, I mean, he's from Zahn, Singe is from Zahn, who's his mentor. Yep. And then seeing that there's other people building stuff like this, like he's actually impressed impressed by their innovation there. Where Mel, I, w I don't want to say Jace, because like I said, I, th I feel like Jace is like the, the ping pong ball yeah, <laughs> in right. the middle of right. all of it. But Mel is felt threatened. Like this is, this is something we should do on our own too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. The, um, Ah man, it's it's just you need to get if you can get Jinx on a leash for a moment, get them to sit down with Victor. Man, I bet they could come up with some pretty cool shit. But eh, what can you do, right? Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, yeah, and again, Mel is just yeah, like I, I yeah, I mean, I don't know. I back what you say. You explained it well there, Michelle. <laughs> Better than I could. Call so it cupcake, cupcake. <laughs> Call you, uh, I don't know what I want to call you. <laughs> I don't know what I want to call you. So, all right, now we get a little montage of uh, Victor looking over the hex core. Kaylin, Ecto, and Vi are moving over to Piltover. Jace is, Jace is reading a book, and Jinx is looking over the bridge, and Jace's mom enters Jace's room, and Jace lets her know that he's going to be building the weapons. You see a very quick flash of Heimer and Zahn walking around, and and Victor ends up taking the shimmer, injecting it in his leg. Injecting his um, leg. Yep. Yeah, he's so. Th this is what I'm kind of confused on what he he's doing because obviously he knew he he kind of had a plan for this for this variant shimmer. He mm -hmm. injected it into his sore leg. It looks yep. like, and then while it's pumping through his veins. He's cutting his hand to mix his blood with the um, hex, hex core. core. Yep. And we just kind of see some flashing lights and him shocked and yeah. Whatever the it is. Flying everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. It's uh it's a wild uh, cocktail of magic. So Well, and then oh so okay. So now I'm uh, now I'm sorry, piecing things in my head. Okay. So like okay, so the hex core was making uh was mixing with the plants and destroying the plants instantly. So is the shimmer because the shimmer makes you invincible. 
So is this so he uses the shimmer so he can survive the surge yeah. of the hex core and see where it really brings him? Yeah, because he asked Singed earlier. He was like, does it, he said something about what does it do to plants or something, he asked, or uh, organic matter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what Singed said, but yeah, that must be it. Okay. it must, he wants to kind of counter the whatever the death part of that. Okay. Piecing it together thing. in my head. as <laughs> Still thinking about it. Okay, yeah, so it looks like Jace is making a decision with the hex core, too, so pretty big decision with uh, building the weapons. Uh, all right, well, let's just move on to the... Uh, this is a big, big, big climax to the episode. Uh, I'm just going to shoot all the way through it. We can kind of talk about it. I'm going to shoot all the way... It's basically this until the very end, so I'm just going to go through it all, then we'll kind of go back through with what we want. All right, Caitlin, Vi, and Echo um, are sneaking across the bridge. Vi turns back one to go and help Jinx. Vi calls Caitlin Cupcake again. And um, as they all hug, hug Jinx sees on top of the bridge and starts to get jealous. Enforcers do spot Echo and Caitlin walking across. Um, She shows that she has proof of Silco, Silco's corruption. Echo shows the gem to Marcus. Marcus ends up shooting Echo in the chest, then points the gun at Caitlyn. Vi ends up running back. The firelight bugs do end up showing up on the bridge, and they all explode. Um, Jinx shows up as everyone is knocked out and ends up shooting an enforcer. Marcus dies right in front of Caitlyn. Vi does runs to Caitlyn and helps her up. Jinx ends up grabbing the gem. She open and Jinx opens up fire on Caitlyn and Vi with her machine gun. Echo comes back and hits Jinx. Echo ends up telling Vi and Caitlyn to run. They do. Jinx and Vi fight. Echo pulls out his watch. A bunch of wild shit happens. And Inc- um, Echo basically beats up Jinx as he's finishing up the job. She ends up blowing them up with a bomb that was a mouthful yeah and i feel like uh yeah we definitely have explained that because i was like i don't say uh the the simplified <laughs> the yeah, clip notes the, version the, the, the streamlined version of that <laughs> um yes so yeah Vi and echo and kaylin they're walking to the bridge mm-hmm. um Vi starts to feel guilty and she can't leave jinx so she turns back, but she doesn't know that Jinx is watching all this. So Jinx is watching all and sees that. So she, so Jinx does know that she's coming back for her. Um, but she sees her give Caitlyn the hug and call her cupcake. And she tries to, the voices in her head are going crazy. And she tries to tell them, it's just a goodbye hug. It's not, she's not going with her. She's coming back for me. Um, yeah, this is a good goodbye moment. So, um. Let's see here. Where the hell do we start? Okay, so. And then when Marcus, so then Marcus stops Caitlin and Echo. But so I was trying to remember. So this is just when they're finding out that the bridge is closed, right? They didn't know this because they've been Caitlin. Oh, yeah, they don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean. And she's kind of. They they, 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 there's no way they even know what's happening. They're probably just why the hell are they here? And she's surprised Marcus is there to stop them, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's. It shows Caitlin. This shows Caitlin that Echo is right about the um, about the corruption and that that you know they're 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 hunting them down because I mean she shoots Echo right in the chest. So, uh, I guess 
the big thing is, let's, I guess, I don't even know where to start. What about, um, we'll start with, the, I guess, let's just start with the fight. Got no. more. Okay. Well, because uh, <laughs> well, hey, there's a lot of, because there's kind of this, because um, what kind of emphasizes the fight is I think that Jinx goes off because Marcus pulls a gun. He shoots Echo. He pulls on Caitlin. And this, mm-hmm. well, not really. It's a little bit more, but like this kind of answers your question. You were kind of reflecting on last time, our last episode. But um, so Vi runs back mm-hmm. and this sets Jinx off. Um, so I don't even know if like this was her plan to set off her weapon or that's that's just what was, what gonna, ha- was gonna happen because she she didn't by the way she was having flashes of like Milo behind her too yeah. while this was all happening. I don't know if that's supposed to be reflective of like the voices in her head. It is, yeah. Um but um so Jinx gets upset and then the fireflies flood the bridge. Um, which they, it's kind of like a moment where everyone's like it's kinda calm. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? Everyone stops to look, and then boom, 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 boom. Uh, they show Echo. He the bullet that uh, Marcus shot at him was in his plate chest, so he was still alive and breathing. Marcus calling out for his daughter. Tell my daughter. Oh. Um, what do you call that? What death? Um. Uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking, um, if you've never seen, watch, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? I don't um, need to. Battle Royale. Battle Royale death. Oh my uh. God. Those death <laughs> scenes in that movie are hilarious. Um, Caitlin's wounded. Um, yeah, we've recapped all this stuff. I yeah. we recapped all this stuff. So let's talk I'm, about this. Let's talk about this stuff. But then, um, so Caitlin comes down and Jinx is walking down too. So Jinx is walking towards him and that's when she shoots the enforcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the part where I said before, because you were talking about last last episode about how when do you realize, like when do you realize that she's a psycho? This is when Caitlin is realizing she is a psycho. Who? And okay, realizing I'm sorry, Vi is realizing that Jinx is not powder and Jinx is a psycho. Yes, this is what I'm. This is exactly what I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to talk about. And you just keep recapping everything. <laughs> so, um, yes, if there's a moment you're on, okay, you can be on Jinx's side. She kills her dad and two brothers. Fine, I can understand that. You're still with her. She kills the firelights. Three firelights people in one fight. Fine, I understand that. She blows up eight enforcers. Fine, you can still <laughs> like her after that. But this. This is un. Where's the defense on? She fucking jihads e- echoes ass back into the Stone Age with this fucking move. What? Wh- how can you? Def- how can you def- defend this? Defend it. Oh, I'm not defending it. No, I know, but play <laughs> the defender. Because I don't know. I don't know. There's. If you're on Team Jinx after this, you're fucking crazy as she is, right? Well. I hate to compare it, but it's it's so big of a comparison you can't. But like people still like the Joker. <laughs> Those people like fucking edge lords. Like they're stupid. <laughs> like the, remember when that damn movie came out? Like the amount of people I saw online on social media posting like so re- like the, when the walking walking phoenixes came out. Like I, I, I so I so relate to him. Like he's, I'm, I'm I, I he's totally relate. 
Like, what the fuck? You relate to some shitbag who, like, stumble fucks his way into a revolution? Like, Because he has depression. <laughs> oh, whoop-de-doo. Like, I have depression, too. Yeah. Like, I, it's so lame. Like, what? Is, I don't know. Again, email us, please. I want to hear the defense where you can support Jinx after this moment. I don't know. It's just people. Some people just like villains. Lots yeah. Of people. Okay. Like the even, even like with like uh, uh with like Disney stuff. There's lots of people who do like Disney villains. Like I don't know why you want to be obsessed. But then I guess they make those movies where they tell the background story of like why they're villains. But people love it. Like Corella and you know like they're like, well, let's just skin some dogs because yeah, <laughs> it's right. A cool thing to do. No, she does skin dogs. Doesn't she? Yeah. Well, I, in that movie she doesn't, but in the old one she definitely does. Yeah. Puppies. <laughs> Does she really? Yeah, that's I mean, why 101 see- Dalmatians, she needs all the puppies so she can skin them and make a goat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know. But yeah, I, oh, I believe you. I, I've heard I've heard that. It's something about skinny dogs, but I guess I didn't know what it was. But. I don't know. People, people like villains because people, I don't know. I saw this stupid quote one time. I think it was like a villain is um, just a hero with you haven't heard their side of the story or type of thing. And they always try to do that. They always try to like humanize the villains, you know, by saying right. like, you know, like Jinx, like she had a, she's an orphan and she, you know, had this traumatic thing happen to her and then her sister left her. So she's off the rocker a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you can sympathize like Vi and Caitlin's relationship. Awesome. hundred percent on board. Echo super like, okay. Echo is badass. He built this community. He has saved hundreds of people, thousands, maybe, I don't know. He He's trying to be a productive member of society. We've seen Echo since he was a little boy. Cool back then. Cool now. Jinx's crazy ass walks up and fucking pulls the pin and blows into kingdom come. What? That is fucking crazy, man. That is, that is as crazy as you get. I mean, so... ArcanePod at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know because I want to know. You know, I, I, I won't. If you, if, you, if you have a good defense of why, what is the like about this girl, I will be, I, I want to read it. I want to, I'm not here. I don't want to shit on you about it. I just want to read it because I need to understand. Help me understand. So, okay. Well, let's talk about the fight itself. Remember when I told you when we started for watching this, I was like, I was telling you, I was like, when uh, the first time we watched it, we saw Little Echo. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. He can do time manipulation stuff in the game, and it's like it's really neat. Um, and I was like, I, don't, I have no idea how they're going to implement this in the in the show. Then this scene comes up. Mm-hmm. I this is top five coolest fights I've ever seen in a, in a in a TV show. The creativity on how they pulled this off, pff, fucking unbelievable. The, the the whole thing of of them fighting as kids and him dodging the paintballs or whatever they were and him growing older. Then it rewinds to him with the stopwatch and him jump. Like the execution on this is fucking flawless with the music, the, that rap song they're playing behind it. Awesome. It was the same, um, it was the same imaging as the, the beginning opening scene too. Yeah. Wireless, we're talking about the music video, all 2d um, with the kind of like the graffiti look. Yep. Um, yeah, and then and then so like I guess you're looking at it as like you know how he transfers through time, mm-hmm. but like um, I was kind of I guess looking at it not knowing that about um, 
more like nostalgic. Like they're flashing between like now we're going to kick each other's ass and maybe kill each other to like when they were kids and they're like wearing you know, pots and pans on their head and yeah. had little toy swords, you know, and playing. So it was kind of like a, I don't say a flashback, but a flashback and forward about, I guess, their history and where they've come to now. Yeah. Yeah. The emotional punch, man, it landed it, when he's on top of her trying to beat her up and he's, you know, he's pretty distraught about it, about, I, I, you know, he sees a girl that he knew for years and years and years growing up and they have a lot of history and he saw that person and Jinx pulled the plug, pulled the pin. So I don't know. You know, I've been part of some film projects before, some small independent stuff. And I, I man, I can't emphasize the creativity that went into this. I mean, this show on the whole, but th- like this scene in particular is it's fucking out of this world. Like how all the guys that came up with this stuff, the writing, the sound effects, the sound music, just everything tying together is, I love it. I love it. So, but that's the end of the episode. What else do you have to add? Um, yeah, it just ends the episode with her pulling the bomb and then it shows her unconscious and we don't really see echo in the scene. So nope, the girl's then, walking, the girl's stumbling away again. Yep. But uh, uh, but Caitlin uh, or Vi takes Caitlin over to Piltsover. Yep, they're on their way to the big big town. Um, and but Jinx does have the gem. Well, she had the case at least, <laughs> so she had the case, and that's the rapsies on that. Uh, Marcus is dead. Uh, big revelations in this episode. I absolutely love this episode. It was one of my favorites. It's one I've been looking forward to seeing again. And yeah, just as good. Yeah. Just as good. Let's see. We're going on. Oh, we're going an hour. Holy shit. All right. So anyways, um, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week with episode eight. Again, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'm just going to say you can fly me at flying the donut at Instagram. You can find Michelle at Michelle A-O-E-R-T-E-L. Okay. And I'm going to say this again. Five-star rating on Apple iTunes. If you could, please, that would be wonderful. And also, please, please get us your write-ins on at arcanepod at gmail.com for any season two predictions, anything you have to say about the season. We do have some, but I want to read more. I really like when they do come in, and they're a lot of fun to read. So we'll see you guys next week.